hailing on location from their separate homes in Tampa, Florida. This is The Palette with Matthew Stock and William Conway. Oh, good afternoon, guys. Welcome to the fifth episode of The Palette with me, Matt. And uh, me, uh, Billy. Hope you guys are having another lovely afternoon today. And we thank you for tuning in to The Palette. We've got a great show for you today. But first, we'd like to ask, how are you? What are, what are you doing today? I just want you to take a minute for yourself and just breathe and be like, how am I today? Don't skip out on this. We care about mental health here. Give Fine. You a, we'll give you a little more. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the bit. <laughs> I thought they would have already done it by then, but you know, it's okay. Everybody has, you know, their own time to center themselves and make it just the best they can through life. Do something spontaneous today. I don't know. Or so, or some kind of... Treat yourself. Do something for you. That's my message for today. And with that, I think we'll t- tune in to our daily check-in. Or our weekly check-in, rather. Uh, so, how are you doing this week? How was your week? I am just peachy keen. I am just in a mode... Where I'm just like, let's let's do the things that we need to do, right? Uh, been playing more 3D World. That's been fun. It's kind of annoying, though. Did you make it to Meowser yet? I beat Meowser. However, however, in that star world you go to, uh, I don't like oh, a level there. You made it there. to the star That's world. I mean. <laughs> Yeah, that's the majority's opinion on that. Welcome to Pain 2014, but in 2021. I did unlock Rosalina, though. That is good. She has a spin jump. It's really cool. It's like the game Mario Galaxy. Indeed, indeed. Except I still use Peach. Because <laughs> I like to float. <laughs> I like to cheat. <laughs> throw people off cliffs. <laughs> I didn't throw you off a cliff. <laughs> you said sarcastically. Okay, but <laughs> perhaps, perhaps. <laughs> oh, anyway, how are you? I'm great. Uh, you know, on the subject of doing stuff with the boy and getting out, being sporadic. Obviously, we took a trip out to Brandon. Met some of the fellas that we haven't seen in a while, mainly. Eli and David, mm-hmm. and that was great. Correct, correct. Kudos to Brandon Mall. Uh, did we want to call out David and his tastes real quick? Yeah. Okay. So we already know he's not gonna listen to this, but he has like the worst taste in malls. Um, everybody knows like Brandon is S tier mall, and like Citrus Park also S tier mall, right? And like you got West Shore with like it's sitting at a C. It's just standard. It's it's a mall. It's good it, enough. Wait, hold on. Right? It does have a festival, though. Remember that. You keep that in mind. <laughs> true, true. It had a fair. 
it had a fair the other night, which was kind of neat. And I think it's still going on. Uh, I think it might end on the uh, 26th, though. So, you know, check that out if you want to. However, uh, then he says, oh, International is the best mall. And I'm like, bro, in what world? Hey, come on, everybody. Tw uh, message me if you agree that International is an F-tier mall. Or at least a low D tier. We're, see, we're not early ones for the clothing, and that was kind of his big argument for it. But, like, we're here for the culture, obviously. And they just don't have any culture. They took away the Hot Topic, took away the Spencers. Uh, I'm not early here for the clothes shopping, man. And while I'll give it also that it does have good dinner spots, you're just objectively wrong, in my opinion, David. I'm sorry. <laughs> Exactly. At least West Shore has a movie theater to, like, you know, boost it up a little bit. <laughs> that's why that's it's not sitting in D tier, because I will admit, West Shore does not have a lot more to offer other than its Hot Topic and Spencers and such like that. And at least it has Planet Grilled Cheese. Boom. <laughs> Shout out to Planet Grilled Cheese. I love that place every time I go to the mall. Yep, I... I can tell he is obsessed with it so that's why i agree with it because i know my boy has good taste compared to my good sir david side note this guy just found out about cracker braille too just to give you more of an idea of who he is <laughs> yeah i mean who doesn't know cracker barrel like come on i'm sorry at least he, liked he did it. like that he did like that <laughs> I'm sorry, this whole thing got way out of proportion. But yes, it was a really fun weekend. Um, thank you for asking, even though you were there too. <laughs> I asked about how you were doing. I'm doing okay. Okay, moving on. <laughs> Finally, question answered. Question answered. Long thread. I'm sorry, guys. Speaking of long threads, is that, is that good? <laughs> We're going to be discussing today uh, a show that we both enjoyed a lot. And it's nearing, it's been five years since the show ended. We're going to be talking about, of course, Gravity Falls. But uh, also, we got our Think Tank discussion. Um, we wanted to share some of our thoughts regarding Spider-Man 3. And uh, Demon Slayer becoming the number one film worldwide in Japan, which beat out a spirited away. And lastly... Uh, Given as how our anime week is still a bit rocky, uh, I'm gonna <clears throat> explain my love. <laughs> I'm gonna discuss community since I just got off of it and I wanted to introduce it to Billy. Duh. <laughs> Looks like we got quite the show up ahead. Um, you know, uh, I really look forward to uh, seeing what you have to say about community. I hope uh, you'll convince me to finally watch it because it's been kind of on the radar, it's been there. So I hope this pushes me to finally just go, all right. Give it a try. Give it a try. But without further ado, uh, I think it's time we solve this mystery. Why is there not more Gravity Falls? <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs>
Those are some mic peaks if I ever heard them, boy. <laughs> oh, I hope you enjoy my mic peaks. <laughs> Editor Matt will have to make that so that it, you know, doesn't do that. Doesn't blow out our listeners' but come earphones. On. But yes, that, but, but come, come on. on. Bob. Absolute Bob. Bob. Anyone can just whistle along to it. Especially with that clapping mm-hmm. part. Oh, it just turned into a hype mm-hmm. song halfway through, and it's just really good. Indeed, indeed. And, you know, like, I would just say, Gravity Falls, just, it's an it's an S tier as far as, like, cartoons. Yes. Alright, uh, we'll just give a little background for those of you who haven't seen it. Uh, it's a show that aired back in, I believe, 2012. Yes, June 15th, 2012. Correct. Um, and it ended on duh, 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 February 15th, 2016. So, like I said, it's the ending's almost five years old. And it basically revolves around two siblings. Um, and they're basically trying to uncover the mysteries regarding uh, their town of Gravity Falls, Oregon. Because it is a town full of a bunch of weird characters, weird creatures, and one underlying character that's kind of pulling the strings and stuff. And, I mean, with such a fun like cast of characters they uh they really make you you know enjoy every aspect of gravity falls like uh i don't think there was a character i really hated there are characters that i was displeased with but you know every character was memorable even get him get him tyler my dude (laughs) my dude tyler he's so cool i mean there's just there's just a lot going for it yeah absolutely um whether i want to discuss the plot so badly but we can it's come on they're out of spoiler territory (sighs) all right spoilers ahead then i guess but yeah so obviously if you plan on watching if you plan on watching it's giant giant spoilers ahead because it's been like i said it's been five years at this point (laughs) but um it's absolutely crazy, the amount of secrets that they pack in this show. Like, every little detail has something going along with it. The ciphers, um, obviously characters. Um, that reveal of uh, Great Uncle Ford being the man that wrote the journals, that shook 13-year-old me to my core, and I'm still being shook to this day. I would say, like, they just know how to make their characters just... A1. Like, uh, like, Dipper goes through just a metamorphosis of just being such a legendary character. You know? Yeah. Like, he, he sacrifices everything. Now, Mabel, on the other hand, <laughs> you better hold me back. I'm about, about to, to burst. Freaking... <laughs> a justified I, I, burst, though. Every time. Every time, like, Mabel is, like, one of the nice, like, the coolest characters, like, the nicest characters that you could have. However, they just ruin her by not giving her any arc. She's not an arc. Characters have arcs. She's a freaking straight line. (laughs) That's it. And I'm like, come on, give her what she needs. Yeah, she (laughs) does. I call I say justified because she doesn't she never really learns anything, and Vipper always has to usually pay the toll for all the stuff that she does, and you know even Bill, the main mastermind or whatever that was discussing earlier, even Bill calls her out on it. 
but nothing ever really happens. So I'd say that's a perfectly well-justified discussion. I'm sorry, Mabel fans, but it's true. Oh, I And I do have to give a shout-out to my favorite character, Tad Strange. This experience is not... Yeah, side exactly. characters are exactly. just as strong with their one quirk each. But, you know, you can remember their lines, and it's just so funny. <laughs> they, all, they all have their little quirks to them. It's so impressive. It feels like a giant town full of characters. Exactly. Instead of only focusing on a few and just having people that interact briefly, the, most of the characters they interact with, they come back uh, in some form or another as like just they, at least they're in the background mentioning something. Maybe they have like a backstory that you don't know about. There's a lot, you know. Yeah, that stuff with McGucket, who, you know, at the beginning of season one was just kind of this weird man that also happened to build gadgets and stuff. Like, he had one of the, probably the most depressing story in the show, like, with regarding his memories and, like, losing his family and stuff. <sighs> it hit differently back then, bro. And coming off the Society of the Blind Eye, too, which is, I'd say, one of the best episodes in the show. Ah, uh, yes. Bl- <laughs> episodes of the show. Oh, there's, I mean, like... We obviously know there are a couple weak ones. There has to be. Love God. Um, towards the uh, But. <laughs> no, ro- roadside attraction, sorry. But, <laughs> yeah, I agree with you there. But, you know, just, there. there's a lot uh, that you can like. Like, I personally am a, a really big fan of, like, Dungeons, Dungeons, and more Dungeons. It's pretty fun. It adds a fun twist on, like, Dungeons and Dragons and such. And it kind of pushes characters together more. But I'd say strongest one to me is just Northwest Mansion Mystery. I just... That one always gets me. I almost like, yes, this is a good one. This That's an episode that I will not hesitate to watch again. Yeah, such a well-contained episode, like... I mean, it doesn't mean much as far as the rest of the story, but, like, holy crap, the stuff with, like, the visuals, that guy coming out of the freaking fire, and, like, the callback to, like, when Dipper was frozen, or not frozen, but, like, when he turned into wood, and he had the same pose that he, the shapeshifter was doing. Oh, it's so cool. Mm-hmm. And Pacific, they actually made Pacifica cool. Exactly! That's, that's what I'm here for. <laughs> Making a character that is, like, you don't really... Nobody really likes Pacifica, but that episode made her at least okay. She was good then. You, you kind of felt for her a bit. Finally, something. Yeah, like that stuff with the bell. Like that's really traumatizing. And makes you mm. makes you care and like for or like her a lot more. Yeah, I totally see why that's her favorite. And then like. Speaking of bringing out a character into the bunker, you know, you know, the Wendy episode. Yeah, I know the one that, you know, was there and we're like, yes, finally, Wendy. And then where did it go? (laughs) Oh, wow. You can wield an axe. You can actually fight. It's pretty cool. Well, anyway, back in your box. (laughs) (laughs) Just go back in your box. Sorry. Too capable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Too OP. Wendy's best character. <laughs> oh, best character? 
best character. What about Grunkle Stan, bro? <laughs> I know you like your Grunkle. I love Grunkle Stan. That's my favorite character. And he also... What's your favorite episode? So I forgot. I'm sorry. I'm just... I'm, I'm all over the place. You That's need fine. to see Uh, Most people turn to not what he seems, and I would probably agree with that. Obviously, the visual that everyone likes the most is when, like, you know, Mabel has her hands up and she's, like, flying away. Really powerful stuff. And like I said before, the reveal of the author, oof, it's... I mean, most of us saw it coming because we kind of knew that it must lead to, like, a twin brother reveal, but just the way he comes out of the portal and everything, it's just really, really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also really like Sock Opera. I would say it's Mabel at her one of her best moments because she actually does learn something and she actually does sacrifice her little play just to save Dipper and the comedy is right always on point and then she goes love. right back <laughs> that's why it's a straight line it is like a bump but then she returns back <laughs> you know, there's moments there's moments <laughs> there's moments indeed uh, but I was oh, going to bring Mabel up Corn, though. that's a good episode for her Obviously, oh, true, 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 true. Well, now, I was, I was going to bring up Grunkle Stan because another one of my favorite things about the show, um, the adult jokes, they do not hold back in this show. Oh. <laughs> there are so many adult jokes. It's Grunkle really Stan cool. had to be the funniest character because of what he does. Just plain and simple. Like, just to get the ball started, he's the guy who <laughs> regularly commits tax fraud. Is always running away from the police. Uh you know, he does all this illegal stuff, but he's a kid's character, and he's still lovable due to all his actions later on in the show and the way he actually cares for his family. But I just love the way the adult humor could still kind of emphasize Grunkle Stan in a way, and in the show as well. Hey, Duck Detective is a very good show. <laughs> With a lot of jokes that go over kids' heads. He had a brother the whole time. <laughs> that was the big reveal. <laughs> yeah, it's also very meta like that, too. Very meta. It's just, the show's just way too clever for its own kind. I mean, why do you think they had that whole cipher hunt? Like, they went way out of their way with that. Yeah, so for those of you who don't know about that, uh, basically, once the show ended, he kind of, uh, the creator, Alex Hirsch, kind of hosted this gigantic world trekking event <laughs> where you had to like solve a bunch of puzzles and it all led to like the giant this bill statue at the end and some uh what was it never before seen footage right yes it was the pilot episode of gravity falls yeah the pilot episode and again um i guess tie it in with that the fan base um i know most shows they're kind of niche but the gravity falls fan base like with the way Everyone kind of works together to solve mysteries, and they're really open to new people. They're, that was probably one of the highlights, because I remember looking into forums and stuff and, like, watching YouTubers like Valsky Bum, who, like, identify, uh, you know, kind of analyze each episode. and Stuff like that just made me really happy, made me, uh, made me feel accepted, I guess, in a community, a fandom community, that is, yeah. True. I mean, and it's so sad as to, like, it only had two seasons. That's, like, that's so crazy. Like, why couldn't it have more? They could totally go back to Gravity Falls and just literally go full on, just, like, 
even crazier stuff. Have Dipper go with, you know, Great Uncle Ford. Do some adventures with that. Yeah. You know? And it's like, I know, I know it's Alex's idea to kind of end the show at two seasons, but yeah, I'm just very greedy too. I would just like to go, them to go back and do more stuff because I really do miss this show. It's really good. It feels almost criminal, but I get why. And we'll have to live with our 40 episodes of goodness. Yeah, 40 episodes. There's only two stinkers in my opinion. That probably says a lot. I hope, at least I hope that says a lot about how good the show was. What are what are what are your what are your stinkers? Uh, your well, you already mentioned one. The uh, yeah, Love God. Oh, Love God. Not to say it's a super bad episode, but it's just it feels out of place. Uh, don't don't get me wrong. I like Robbie. He's really funny too. But I don't know the stuff with him and like coping coping with his feelings. Regarding Wendy and stuff, it's a bit weird. And randomly shipping him with that that girl that I don't remember her name, Tammy, I think, something like that. Yeah, I don't know. It just seemed really out of place. But I like Robbie being happy at least. That was cool. That was nice. And uh, what was it? Roadside attraction. Another kind of episode where I just feel they didn't really do much. They tried to make Dipper and Candy a thing. I did ship. I kind of did kind of ship them beforehand, but after seeing that, uh, I don't really understand it at all. Uh, at least she got something to do, at least. And then back to your corner. True. As one of Mabel's friends. Yep. That's almost all of them. They bring one out into the, uh, the spotlight. They say, okay, this is your moment. And then they just pick them up. Like, that was cute. Right but anyway, back to the more important stuff. Like... Exactly. I think as far as uh, my or that that one character in my opinion that actually had growth and they never really put into a corner. Surprisingly, I I would say Grenda. Mm mm yeah you know? for sure. She she had she was never put in a box. She would just be there and be like, I don't know what's happening, <laughs> and that made sense for her character, but like. She was good. They never, you know, nerfed her or anything. And she ended up, like, with a really good ending, I would say. Yeah, stuff with that prince guy. Mm-hmm. It's cute. You know it. She's gonna be a princess. Disney princess right there. And she sounds like this. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because she sounds like a man. Ah, uh, all the love to Grenda. Gravity Falls, good show. S tier. Go watch it if you haven't already. Sorry if we spoiled you. Hopefully they just came back right to this moment where we said all that stuff. <laughs> but yes, good, good. Please go check it out. Um, it's available on Netflix, Disney Plus, all those streaming stuff. Hulu, I think, as well. Yeah, Hulu too. Just give it a try. Mhm. Okay. I think I got all my juices out, all my flow out. Did uh, you? Yeah. Now I get to talk about more things right after we come back from this break. <laughs> Alrighty.
Yeah, yeah, yeah! Wow. Um. So for you, for those of you who are wondering what that was, well, first of all, I'm gonna say my name again because we're reintroducing ourselves. I guess my name is Matt, and I'm Billy. Yes, and you're tuned back into the palette. Okay, now what that weird thing was? Well, basically, it's a Japanese Spider-Man theme, and I wanted to use it because. Uh, well, this is a shoot promo now, all of a sudden. Billy asked me to come up with a Spider-Man theme to use to kind of our next thing. And I chose this Japanese Spider-Man thing. We're going to discuss Spider-Man 3. <laughs> See, I thought you were going to choose, like, a song from the Spider-Man films. Like, you know, Blitzkrieg Bop or something like that. But, you know what? When you said Japanese nah, Spider-Man go- theme, going all the I way, was bro. like, yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> so... Okay, well, yes, anyway, um, so we wanted to kind of discuss 
Spider-Man No Way Home. That's the official title. Uh, after all of the trolling that they did on Twitter regarding like names like Phone Home, Home Wrecker, all that stuff, Home Slice. Uh, this is courtesy of IGN, by the way. And uh, I don't know. We guys we just kind of get our thoughts on the film. Uh, it's coming out this or uh, in December, I believe, the, this year, it and it's going to be in theaters. Yeah, be crazy, be crazy. I kind of wish it was called uh, Spider-Man: Home Alone, and it's just Spider-Man at home, and like villains would attack his home. <laughs> I think that'd be funny. Craven the Hunter, what are you doing here? That's crazy. <laughs> oh my gosh. Toby Maguire Spider-Man, what are you doing here? Uh, I don't know. I got hired, I guess. I'm gonna dance. <laughs> now dig on this. <laughs> but anyway, yes, uh, I'm really excited to see what they do with this uh, new Spider-Man film, obviously. Uh, Far From Home was amazing. Just, oh my gosh, I... I could gush about Far From Home, but we're not going to do that right now. <laughs> yeah, still my favorite MCU film, by the way. It is top tier, if I remember correctly from our tier list. Yep. <laughs> when we ranked all of the... Well, you guys, you gotta remember that? I forgot. <laughs> I forgot where we put it. Where did we put uh, it? It was definitely top three. I don't know if it was number one. Was I think it was three. Three sounds like it. Or no, maybe it was two. Actually, it might make sense for it to be two, but... <laughs> I don't know. It, it was a while ago. just wanted to bring it up for you guys, you loyal viewers. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I, I said All two of you. but then we did. <laughs> anyway. Yep, the two of you, you the real ones. You the real ones. But, oof. I'm looking at you right He's... now. <laughs> He's using his audio... Eyes, it's verbal eyes to look at you through your window. Where does this go? <laughs> I don't know. Okay, well, yes. We uh, don't anyway, know uh, anything about this new movie. That's the thing. Like, there's tons of rumors about bringing back, you know, previous Spider-Man, the villains involved, like Electro from the Amazing Spider-Man. Like the weird, the weird castings, like all these different rumors and stuff. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, there's just not a lot to go on here, but. Uh, I'm kind of here for the theories I've heard, like with multiverse stuff that they might try. I want it. I want it so bad. But who knows if they will actually do it. It's going to be fun to see people like Jamie Foxx's Electro, Doc Ock for Spider-Man 2. And this is going to come off straight from the... Uh... Well, I guess I'm not going to say what exactly what happens, but all the WandaVision stuff and all the craziness that happened in that thing. So it'll be nice to see more tie-ins like that in this movie, allegedly. Yeah, I mean, this is supposed to be one of those bridging movies, I would say. And it could be, like, uh, if it does it correctly with all these characters, it could be, like, similar to Civil War, where it brought together, like, things from everything. Like, as a standalone film, instead of being titled under Avengers. Oh, you know? true, 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 true. That's what I'm going off of when I say Captain America Civil War, because that is a Captain America movie, yet <laughs> it brought together all the Avengers. It, this is probably Spider-Man's equivalent here, where he's bringing in villains 
from the other movies. And possibly, possibly with a small chance, uh, the Spider-Man? Yeah, Garfield and Maguire, boys. We might get that all three Spider-Man at once. I like Maguire, but I don't know about Garfield. Sorry, kiddo. Garfield's Spider-Man is okay. Peter wasn't okay. But his Spider-Man is pretty cool. Okay, yes. I agree with that. He took a darker approach to the character, which is fine. That's cool. It'll be a good polar opposite to uh, <laughs> to Tom Holland. Tom Holland Spider-Man. <laughs> if that's what happens, we don't know. But we look forward to it. Coming December something. Summer something, because, again, nothing else has really been revealed yet. They're keeping this airtight. Just so Tom Holland can't spoil anything for us beforehand. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, moving on, and speaking of films, uh, the, f the anime that I've just watched, recently watched, and you're planning on watching, uh, Demon Slayer. Mm -hmm. Obviously, the movie came out back in October in Japan, and it... It's currently the uh, number one film sold worldwide out of Japan, grossing over three hundred and fifty-seven or three hundred fifty-nine million dollars uh, worldwide. Wow! Courtesy of Anime, Anime News Network, uh, beating out Spirited Away, which is <laughs> just to just to kind of reference it. This, Spirited Away is like a two thousand one film, and this just this it just is. basically came out. So it's kind of a big deal that it's gross this much. That's honestly insane because, like, I just recently watched Spirited Away, you know, like, because I was like, ah, if I'm going to go to a trip to Japan, I need to kind of know some of this. And these, this is one of those movies that people say, this is, this is like peak, like, Japanese content, you know? Like, Ghibli is, like, a genius when it comes to animation. I'm like, I'll be the judge of that. Um. I'm not a qualified judge, but it's uh, they are correct. Go watch Ghibli films. I don't think I've found one that I hate. <laughs> no. And all of them have some kind of beautiful aspect to them, whether it be music, art direction, just anything, story. And the fact that Demon Slayer is competing with Spirited Away? Like, like, this is the world we crazy. live in, bro. <laughs> This is the world. Anime is taking over. <laughs> Anime is taking over. Uh, well, to be fair to Demon Slayer, and there might be some recency bias, it is worth all the hype, and I understand why people like it so much. It's just kind of crazy that we're fighting between these two films. Uh, no offense to the movie, because I haven't seen it yet, but you know, Spirit of Way is a classic, and it'll be kind of interesting to see uh, how long Demon Slayer, this movie rather, can hold up as the years go by. Um, Wait, Spirit of Spirit Ways almost 20 years old at this point. And it still holds up. Yeah, and it still holds up. Kind of crazy. Yep. Like, actually, uh, just hearing this, like, I know I've been wa planning on watching Demon Slayer, and I think I might bump it up on my list just because of this, because I don't want it to reach the Americas, take over it like a certain anime, you know? That Billy will not be discussing at this time. <laughs> because it needs to be cancelled. Um, that's my hot take. But you guys don't know what I'm saying. 
Yeah, you don't know what show he's discussing. But no, I totally get your reasoning. And yeah, now's a good time to jump into it. Especially since, uh, obviously, season two was just announced. And we don't exactly know when the film is supposed to come in the U.S. yet. But apparently it's still early 2021. So we'll be the, we'll be the judge of that. Still unqualified, of course. But the judges, nonetheless. On that note, um, we're going to move on to... Our random topic of the day. Anyway, yes, um, I'm on capitalizemytile.com slash random, random topic generator. Basically, off the spur of the moment, I'm just going to give Billy one question, and it's up f it's up to you guys and Billy, of course, to answer it. So And Matt. And me. I'm not but leaving after. you out. <laughs> yes. All right, let's see here. All right, hit me with it. I'm ready. I got my think tank uh, topic uh tiara on okay uh how often do you have to go and check your phone unfortunately i have to check my phone a lot and it's kind of sad but i think it's just because i like using my phone <laughs> um man that that's because like i have a varying number of reasons and it's it just depends like okay so I'd say the main culprit of recently is because of uh, this waifu bot that we have in our Discord servers. That it, It's just been a fun little uh, collecting game that uh, uh, has kind of monopolized my time, I suppose. Yeah, it's a, it's a makeshift Discord bot gotcha, basically. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So, um... That has been taking up all my time with, like, I'll just check my phone, see what people are, like, rolling, and then if there's a character I claim, I claim it. And it's just kind of a cycle like that. I also check Facebook a lot, Snapchat, depending on if I'm, we're in a conversation about planning something. I would say I check my phone at least for 50% of the day that I'm awake. Uh, sadly, I'm probably also in that vein. Uh, as you discussed, the bot uh, has a lot of things going, and a lot of it comes down to people randomly rolling, and you have to be attentive, and you have to make sure that none of your characters that you want show up or end up on that thing, or end up in their roles. So that's kind of annoying. But then also, yeah, uh, I like to check my notifications every so often just to see if people are, you know, they need me, or they're showing me this really cool video and stuff. It is really stupidly addicting, but I can't help it. It's just what phones do to people like me. That's an it's unfortunate that like we just are in a society where just phones are dictating what we're doing so much. You know, like just that's what we're doing. You know, like we're just always on them. Like I feel like we shouldn't be on them as much, but you know, society there's just so many reasons why you have to. Uh, so yeah, I so don't want to be left out of the loop. <laughs> I don't. There's just so much stuff that has to go on while I, my phone's off. It's just so unfair. True. I don't know. True. I don't know, man. Maybe one Everything day. Everything always happens when I'm either asleep or at work, and Legit. I check my phone, and I'm like, "What? Hello? Legit. What did That's I miss?" All that happens. <laughs> so you have to be attentive, man. That's just the mindset. Mm -hmm. Uh, like, 
Well, I have here's crisis. a question for all of you out there. The two of you. Uh, go ahead and text me your answer to the question of the day. Go ahead and repeat it. How often do you check your phone? Clip, clip, clip. All right. And you can text that to 813-362-1393. You may be featured in an ep episode and we'll discuss it more. Or if you'd like to come on the show, go ahead and hit that number up. Once again, it's 813-362-1393. Side effects may apply. Yeah, uh, we'll get you on. We'll try to indulge in your uh, discussion. Or I guess it's the, it'd be the other way around. But we'll set up a topic that you want to discuss and we'll kind of, you know, join in. Work alongside you. Yeah, just, just shoot us a text, man. Yeah, just let us know. Just let us know. Anyway. Uh, with that said, I think it's time we just, uh, head on over. Yeah, we gonna head on over to some community. Uh, we're gonna play this, we're gonna play the main theme, and we'll be right back. Give me a hand, show me the door. I cannot stand to wait anymore. Somebody said, be what you be. We could be old and cold and dead on the sea But I love you more than words can say well, I can't count the reasons I should stay It is an absolute banger every time, I'm telling you. 
That's why I played it in the car the other day. True, I remember hearing that. And it was kind of fire. Okay, well, for those of you who are just tuning in, this is The Palette with Matt. And Billy. Episode 5, baby. Still on the air. Yep, we're wrapping it up. We haven't gotten any crazy critiques yet. So uh, we'll see. Uh, we'll see how long we stay. You know. We're cruising on by community college. Community. <laughs> I was just gonna leave it there, but that makes it even better. Yes, community. Um, that's the show I want to discuss today, because I just got off of a two-week break from it, and I'm still checking out random clips and stuff. But. Um, for those of you who don't know, it's a sitcom. Uh, you'll find that I'm a big fan of watching sitcoms and stuff. came out back in 2009, if you would believe it. What? With, yeah, alongside like Parks and Rec, The Office, 30 Rock, just that boom period of good sitcoms. But um, anyway, it follows uh, the main character, Jeff Winger, who is... A lawyer, but he got exposed because they found out that his degree wasn't legitimate. So he's forced to attend a community college to get um, his career back and his job back. And along the way, he meets, of course, all these characters Britta, Albed, Troy, Annie, Pierce, and Shirley. Ooh, just hearing those guys makes me nostalgic already. Which one's the childish Gambino? Troy. Gotcha. Everyone loves Troy, of course. Troy and Abed, the best chemistry in the world. I'll get into that a little bit. And obviously, the show basically, you know, hijinks ensue, craziness stuff, stuff that you wouldn't normally find at a community college. And probably the big thing about community is the way that um, it genre mashes. So, like, every now and then you'll have, like, a normal episode, but then all of a sudden it'll tie into, like, oh, we're doing a Western now, or, oh, we're doing a... A dinner with, uh, what's the film? But it's just, all, whatever. It's just all these, like, movie references and, like, all these genre mashups. And with the cast that we have now, it's just incredible. It's just a lot of fun. Uh, my personal favorite probably have to be the paint, one of the, paint, the cowboy paintball episode, which is really fun, but also remedial chaos theory, because obviously everyone goes to that one. Just a lot of different timelines and stuff that go into that, and... I mean, we're on a daytime Emmy, so that's that's just say enough as it is. True. Um. So why should I watch Community? Why should you watch Community? Um. Well, first of all, as I said, it's genre stuff. Like, it's really experimental, which I haven't really seen a bunch of sitcoms since. Um. But also, I would give it a watch for the cast. All these people are super duper funny. Um. Obviously, Jeff Winger, everyone loves his sarcastic attitude, his kind of laid-back ways he interacts and like talks with the rest of the cast. Um, Troy and Abed have the coolest and the cutest bromance out of, in the whole world. They're just so funny. They have great chemistry together. Uh, I, had to do, I had to get the handshake in. They're just really cool people. It just really makes you feel happy. It's just a lot of, Luke, or a lot of very... Um, happy moments and all these people like even though they're all different and all they come from different backgrounds they do feel like one big family and it, you you love to see it man it's just so cute huh all right all right um what's the gas leak 
Uh, I was just about to get into that. So, um, community is kind of a rocky scenario as we go as the uh, as the years go on. Uh, obviously, seasons one through three are amazing. Go check them out. If you're not going to watch the whole show, at least watch seasons one through three. But um, before season four started, they actually had to fire Dan Harmon, who was a show writer at the time, due to all the stuff regarding like misconduct and like allegations, all this crazy bad stuff that you'll have to look into another time. But with that came season four. They had to bring in new people to write the show. And while I wouldn't say it was as terrible as I thought it was going to be, it's still like, you can tell something's off. Like these characters, they learned something in the first three seasons, but now they just kind of revert back to their old personalities. And now they're just doing genre stuff for like no reason. Um, Everyone turns to the puppet episode like, in the first three seasons, if they had did the genre thing, there was a reason for it. Like, whether it be Abed's Uncontrollable Christmas, where he learns stuff regarding Christmas and, like, how stuff for family. Compared to this, which is just puppets do funny uh, drugs and stuff for no reason. There's, like, no heart to it at all. You can tell, like, something's off. It's just, I don't know. Luckily, they brought him back uh, once season five and six, or once season five was a thing. And they chopped it up in the show <laughs> to a gas leak because that's kind of the lingo in the community, or it's kind of the lingo in show business. If something's really bad, you just call it, you blame it on a gas leak. Which I think is a very clever way of disguising something that uh, just doesn't line up. Yeah, and again, it kind of goes into their whole, well, I guess I didn't discuss their meta topic, but they're also, the show's super duper meta. And there's like a lot of hidden jokes that you wouldn't be able to catch on your first watch. Well, I definitely look forward to it. I mean, is there anything else I need to know before I just hop right in? Uh, where's the movie? <laughs> That's all. Um, obviously the big running gag is six seasons in a movie, which Abed spouted at one point, but we still haven't got, of course we've gotten our six seasons. And I can understand season four kind of tanking the whole show as it is, which may, might think that we don't need a movie, but we still need a movie because seasons five and six, I find are very underrated and not a lot of people to talk about it, but I want the, f- I want the movie, man. Uh, that's about it. That's all you need to know. <laughs> all right. Well, I definitely, uh, am putting this somewhere in my list. Six, uh, seasons does seem like a lot to take on, but yeah, uh, I think it might be worth. Um, once it gets once it goes past season three, I think ep- each episode's like or each season's like twelve episodes long. But the first three seasons are like twenty a pop. So I understand if it'll gotcha. take a bit to kind of get into for you guys. But trust me, at least the first three seasons make it worth it. All right. Well, I think you did a way better job of convincing uh, me than I did you <sighs> from Nonsense. last week. I'm sorry, but. When I say funny hat girl, <laughs> funny hat girl, you said all the characters' names correctly, and I say funny hat girl. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, there's six people, and I've listened to their names being called at least, like, I don't know, 60 times. It's more than 60 episodes for sure, compared to 12 episodes, and plus, they're not Japanese names for once. <laughs> I think you give yourself more credit than you deserve. Fair, fair. (laughs) I just keep thinking of it. And I feel so bad because it's such a good anime. Anyway.
So I guess I'll go watch Community. For those of you guys Please listening, do. you big, guys should watch big Community. Big ups from me, the sitcom boy. If that sound appealing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, hope you enjoyed what we have given you for this episode. We did something a little different. We didn't really necessarily talk about a whole anime. And I think that's okay. We talked about uh, a really good show. And another really good show. And that's what we're here for. Because we're entertainment. Right? Yeah. And we got we gave you guys the brief three minute description of <laughs> Spirited Away and Demon Slayer. I think that's enough. <laughs> go watch those if you haven't already. Yes. There you go. There's there you your go. anime. There's your, there's your no plug. No complaining. Yep. Now it's all tied in. I think. Oh, and uh, for game news. Um, <laughs> all um, the quotas have been ticked. Uh, Pokemon Day is coming up. So uh, look forward to something about that soon. We'll hopefully have news for that on our next um, uh, show. So uh, it might be a Pokemon-themed cast. We don't know yet. Ooh. Okay. Well, I guess we'll <laughs> wrap it up here. All right. Well, from us here at the Palettes, I have been Billy. Oh, and I have been Matt. We'll see you next time on a possibly Pokemon-themed episode. Bye-bye. Bye, everybody.